Alexander is getting through this in Libertyville, Illinois. And I'm Scott Blakeman in the city of New York. This week kicks off an all new season of the General Assembly of the United Nations and world leaders are in Manhattan with their tank size escalades. Yesterday I was strolling on Tony Madison Avenue, clad in shorts and a polo shirt, when I found myself surrounded by burly men in suits with earpieces. Had I somehow become a VIP who needed security? Well, I soon deduced that the man walking ahead of us in a suit but no earpiece was a potentate of a not too famous country because if he was a real big shot, I wouldn't have been allowed to get so close to him and his trusty aide who was holding all those important briefing papers. They turned down a side street off Madison where more security officials were positioned and ducked into a lavish townhome for a reception, no doubt. Well, alas, no one invited me inside. So I continued walking uptown in search of more dignitaries. Scotty, good on you for not trying to take advantage of the less powerful potentate's insufficient security to try to, well, stay with him and influence him to vote in a way that advantaged you. Yes, Scotty. You might have sweet-talked him into changing the name of some co his country to Blake Manistan or something <laughs> like that. And obviously, that fact alone would help you immeasurably in meeting women in bars in New York. I mean, can you imagine once you started a conversation with someone, you could simply drop your own name and point to a Google map? <laughs> Scotty, an impressive geography, your casual encounter would soon turn torrid, but... It also could have somehow led to international strife. So you should be honored by the UN for not trying to convince that big wig you saw, that big muckety-muck, to name his country after you. Scott. Well, Tommy, that uh, brings up an interesting point. You know, with, um, with all the rage now with stadiums and, you know, named after companies, why not for countries that are in need of money? to sell the naming rights ah, to their country. Ah, you know, Bezos land. I mean, they get a cool <laughs> few billion and- uh, City you know, Bankistan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, oh my God. Uh, um, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. no, I'm, I'm, my, my head is spinning. Uh, uh, Kohler Fawcett uh, uh, stand. Uh, the stand yeah. makes it easier. The stand, yeah, and, then, and, and then some kind of, and then they have some EAs too, I guess you could have like a Googlia. Uh, could be, uh, you know, maybe right. South American, uh, you know, Googlia sounds like some kind of a condition. Yes. And the Googlia, yeah, or, it, oh, I medical. Was, I was covered with Googlia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Then, so that would be it would be embarrassing. But what could you do? Google had will have paid the country, um, you know, and it could be Canada for all we know. Google well, has you know, that much some, money. Well, and it's and then there'll be the purists. And I'm, I'm not saying the right way or the wrong way who say, no, we like our name like this. And that'll be the debate. The debate today here on CBC, should yeah. Canada remain Canada or be named after George Soros, the billionaire philanthropist, <laughs> and, and earn some money for the economy? Well, I think uh, right. sticking to the name Canada, while it's all well and good, we need the money for housing. So it would be it, but some people, no, I like Canada. And so yeah. that would be a whole raging. Yes, debate. but you can imagine that uh, the pragmatic Can Canadians might win the day and, and it would be uh, Sorosa. Uh, and even I, that, again, sadly, has a medical condition. Yeah. So the key is to come up with names uh, that don't recall some kind of a medical condition. So that yeah, would, uh, and it's maybe, a tough. It's tough. That's tough because you don't want. Look, if George Soros is putting up the money, 
he doesn't want to use somebody else's name. So that's that's something they'll work out in the details. Right. Nope. And, and no, if you're going to put up that kind of money for the naming rights of a country, and it's and we're talking obviously billions. Uh, uh, oh I'm, yeah, I'm assuming yeah. starting uh, in billions. Yeah. I yeah. mean, some smaller countries might let it go for a few hundred thousand dollars, and that that could turn out to. But that's just. Uh, you know, under the, you know, that's just cash uh, to the uh, corrupt leader. Well, unfortunately, I don't want to yeah. do islands and because uh, uh, even the stadiums go for at least twenty five, fifty million dollars just to put your name on top of the stadium. So but Tommy, it was very interesting. But so yeah. it didn't happen. And I did want to first, you know, what? knowing I wanted to befriend the potentate because yeah. I did. I didn't seek out that street. I didn't go, I'm going to look for potentates. No, I was no. Just strolling and again, not looking. It looked like an odd security detail, burly guys with the earpiece, <laughs> and then me, and I'm, I couldn't very well have been the yeah. leader. Of the I mean, it's very easy that suddenly you're, and, and you find yourself, you'll be like, right this way, sir, and you suddenly, you're, you're right up at the podium of the General Assembly, and yep. now you've got to speak, and they think you're the representative of whatever the country yeah. that, Again, and you've got, and, 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 and you're handed, well, what do you have to say about Burkina Faso? And you would have to then you know, kind of fake it because it would be a possibly, I, I suppose you could say, I, I can't do this. I'm just a regular Joe. I was walking along the, uh, and, and some security detail mistook me for somebody, uh, for a muckety-muck or a big wig. And, <laughs> uh, and, and, you'd, and, and, and you'd come clean probably. And uh, that could and, be, and, and, but, but somehow that, that endears me to them even more because I'm a I, real person. Yes. All I want to do is, can we just get along and get, the, <laughs> and then they all rise one by one at the assembly first with the clap and then the one clap, the one, yeah. someone but person from surprisingly from Russia claps. You know, right. you didn't expect that guy. Yeah. And, and other people start falling in line. And pretty soon they're just roaring to say more, more, more. And you start, you know, you start vamping and doing bits of your act and they go crazy they love oh that's a great room it's a good comedy the general assembly (laughs) most people don't use of that but it's good sound it it really assume that it's going to be difficult because all your jokes have to be translated in a thousand (laughs) different languages right but 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 they're so good the translators oh they're so fast the The punchline comes across and yeah, yeah. There's a little delay, but right. There's some people are laughing after other people, you know, because the, it, you know some languages take longer to translate. But uh, Scotty, I, 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 that happens, and then pretty soon, please, will you be the the secretary general? Well, we had talked about that in a previous podcast. How do you get yeah. to be? And uh, frankly, could anybody just be secretary general? And I don't think we had that uh, proven one way or another. It is possible that we, you know, well, so that would be a plum, a feather in my cap. No, I really would. Scott. Yeah, a I plum mean, in my cap wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, you could put a plum in your cap. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, and, it makes as much sense as a feather. It's, it's heavier, though. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, it is heavier and it rolls around. Yeah. Uh, that's why it's a fe- they put feathers in people's that's caps and not plums. No, uh, 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 that's interesting. I did not know it. it. Is but that's plum, the kind of thing that a, no. that a secretary general would know. You know, that's the kind of fact, I think, that, you know, if you were a secretary general of the U.N., that they probably don't know, but you do know. Uh, uh, I mean, I just think that, uh, OK, it's not as great as having a country named after you. But, you know, you drop. Uh, yeah, so what do you do? Well, you know, you're you're at a bar, you're, you're at Pete's Tavern talking to, you know, these women usually are just hanging on. You know that the the yuppies we used to call them yeah, from Wall the, the Street, bro, bro talk, but, and, yeah. and then you're this quiet guy, and well, what are you doing here? What do you mean? Well, this, we're usually yuppies here, and you go, uh, yeah, and eventually it gets around to, well, yeah, I'm, I'm secretary general of uh, 
of the United Nations. And the people, I mean, everybody gets quiet. Oh, yeah, no, hush. And they go, that United Nations? And then they <laughs> kind of give them a look like, oh, you're an idiot. You know? And I, and uh, yeah. And, then, well, the and suddenly the ladies, you know, yeah. you, they're, you know, they're, they're three or four thick. Like you, you, you imagine uh, surrounded by women and not just four or five, but maybe 10 or 15. So some have to be behind others and they're kind of yeah, yeah. And to then see they're blocking you. people getting by. And then, yeah. you know, these days you want to be maybe outside. Maybe I'd bring the party outside. And that, you know, that's but, what you would have to do. That's what yeah. you'd have to do. And, and, and you take the, and only the masked ones, you know, the, the, oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And of course, they'll be fully vaccinated because it's in New York City. But, but it's like, but tell me what you say is actually happening as we speak at bars and boss. I mean, in fact, you know, because they're all in town. I, I, and frankly, if you were a visiting, the, uh, you know, any other country, you would, you want to go to these restaurants and get the chance to say, yeah, I'm the head of, you know, could be Mauritius yeah. or whatever, you know, and, and uh, yeah. it's a big deal. But I saw them. I walked on other, you know, Madison and these restaurants and there was so, security detail. So I could tell that they're there in some way. Yeah. So what is that? I mean, to, to, I mean, you also said that you went off to in search of more dignitaries. Uh, I mean, that was a fascinating thing. You weren't lo looking for dignitaries on your stroll. You just suddenly found yourself surrounded by security people. And yeah, and you did come close. I mean, let's let's be honest. I mean, there's well, we don't know how close you did. Well, I come in general. Yeah. You know, frankly, had I had that dressed as they were. And the reason why and I, I'm guessing it wasn't a huge country, first of all, the proximity. And while they were dressed up, the, the suits weren't quite as probably fancy as they would be from your fancy countries. That was my little quick fashion thing. They were dressed well. Now, had I had a, a sport jacket, pants, and an open collar as they did, then I could have made that right turn off of 68th Street and headed in. And perhaps I might have been ushered in. And then that's a whole other podcast and then tommy i think i probably would be well in the government and the only problem is i'd probably have to go back after the week and go back to whatever country that was because i'm a, a trusted advisor yeah, so that's yeah. The, and still pay rent in manhattan oh well so that maybe i'm lucky i didn't go you in yeah you could park anywhere but you don't drive so that i don't get that perk yeah perk isn't really useful to you uh, no, you're right. And, and, and there's a lot of, of, of meetings where people drone on at the U.N. and, and you know, just sort of say the things that they're supposed to say. And, and, and U.N. meetings tend to be boring uh, from what I've heard. And uh, that's a, that. It, but you would spice it up, Scotty. Yeah. Your, yeah. your well, comic you know, I, take. Yeah. Well, I love I've said this many times. I really do love the U.N. I always did as a kid going on the class trip and they sell UN stamps, which are only valid if you mail it from the UN. They're very limited, but, uh, and yeah. I, loved, I love the idea that you could walk in the hallway. And as you say, the guy from Russia is there. Oh, Russia, that's the enemy. But you talk to him and then yeah. the China, and you know, they don't have the special elevators just for, and you run into people there. And I always thought there would be oh, no they don't have different elevators for different. No, countries. that would defeat the purpose of the, the United Nations. And so, <laughs> so uh, there's a, you can make elevator pitch for peace like yeah. you, you you could say hey, you know i've got this great idea for peace and it's just take me just give me 15 seconds you know well the elevator is moving towards the, my floor yeah but listen to me listen yeah. and, and you've got that and you just do that like what if we approach it kind of differently you know what yeah. if it's you know and and and, and you basically pitch a, a, a peace plan in 15 seconds like yeah. what if we like no more war fewer missiles and uh saving have, money on saving know, money and just more candy. Like, wait, wait, what? 
that's the new thing. It's more candy. And then as he's leaving, he's like, wait a minute, how does that, you know, that, that it's that, that more candy that gets him. Well, yeah, it brings him in and how that leads to it. Yeah. yeah. No, I just find like it dishes of candy throughout the country. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I mean, I'm just uh, spitballing here. Yeah, no, but it's a great, that, well, it, that, that's what those, those things happen. And you're on the elevator a lot. So there's a lot of pitches, but it's a great place and you're all together. And actually it seems like a pretty cushy job because it's not like Congress where they're, I don't know what comes out of the UN. They have resolutions that are usually non-binding. And, and so it's kind of you're there and you yeah. talk to people. You have you know, committees about climate change and, and a beautiful. And I have had the pleasure of being in it, the, the delegates dining room. Really? Where I actually did have access. I went to an event at the UN once somehow. And it's a, a lovely place. We've talked about the architecture, which I think you have warmed up to more the view from the waterfront on the New York City ferry. It's quite... Uh, it's pretty uh, spectacular, but I, and I, I view it now, right now, as somebody a thousand miles away. Uh, yeah. uh, like, there's no, if I walk down the streets of Libertyville, a small town of 20,000 people, suburb of Chicago, in the greater Chicagoland metropolitan area, there's no chance that guys with earpieces would mistake me for a, uh, for a, a UN um, representative. There's no chance of it. There's no possibility. I have walked these streets since I was really able to walk yeah. uh, and no, you just don't see burly men in suits with earpieces. No, you uh, used to see burly men in suits on the, in the loop in Chicago without earpieces. They were just but burly men, the burly men and, and hardworking yeah. men. Now it seems like Chicago is less burly. It looks more like, you know, New York and everywhere else, but you're right. Libertyville uh, is very different. No, so, so this is just a, a phenomenal, fantastic. The idea that you can, leave your home and, and, and walk down the, the street and suddenly be part of a, uh, of an international uh, uh, adventure, really. Yeah, and, without and, planning. and Without and planning. Actually, no, and, like you didn't get up and say, I'm going to be Secretary General of the United Nations. No, but you almost were. Well, and yeah, and I didn't put on a fancy suit. I had no. my casual. And the thing was, I just love the fact that I'm in the middle of it. No one thought to go, maybe we should get this guy out of this thing and have him walk behind the, you know, no, it was right in the middle. And then we stopped at a light and I'm standing next to the potentate and they were all this. It was a very relaxed. So you could have given him your, your, your 15 second pitch. You I could have that said, listen, good. I'm not sure which country you're with. I'm yeah. sure it's great. I've heard a lot about it, but, uh, and then they would have invited him in for sure. For right. The, because and, very often, like they don't get that attention. Like you say, he was a lower level, my, uh, is my uh, guess, yeah, uh, and not yeah. lower because in the sense well, how, of not how as important. else would you be able to get uh, like right? Would, I would say, uh, yeah, just not as famous. Yeah, I like the head of Iran, I don't think probably you would be able to do that, but yeah, but, no, it's probably a country. You know, there are countries to this day that I've never heard of, which are right. surprising, just like colleges. You know, I perform a lot of colleges, but their colleges, are, you know, you're going to be at Millsaps in Jackson, Mississippi, and the I never heard of that. Never heard of it. Did. Which is amazing. You would think, wouldn't you have heard of every college? But no. And same with countries. I believe there are countries that I've never He's heard of. Timor. Yeah. And, and, but just by, and, and just by saying, oh, yeah, uh, you would, of course, pretend that you had heard of the country. Oh, and praise it. You know, you all praise one of my favorite it. countries. <laughs> and, he, and, and the potentate would no doubt be, and I don't know, you say he's a potentate, but he could be a big wig or a muckety muck. We don't know. Yeah, who, yeah, who, yeah. One of those three. He was the guy, though, because he was. I he was the man. He yeah. Definitely he was important. And, but he was leading the way. It's interesting. In these, and I think it's a country where there's a lot of macho because he was, he was leading. He should have been in the middle where I was. I was the most protected of anyone. And I'm just the guy in shorts just taking a walk. 
Wow. So that's yeah. the maybe I should have taken to the security guys aside and said, guys, maybe he should be in the in between you. Just a quick tip. I'm not an expert <laughs> security. And they would have said, hmm, interesting. And then they'd confer and then listen through the earpiece. Right. Don't and then you would be the, the head of security. That's my well, fear because yeah. that's a tougher job. That's that really, I yeah, that I would hate. That, I mean, I hate him to think this. I would have to say no to that. Yeah, you would have to turn it down. And then yeah. for this to this day, you would be like. I, you know, could you have been a really great, could you have saved a life? I mean, that's the other thing that could have happened. Somebody tries to assassinate that muckety muck while you're standing next to him. And somehow you prevent the assassination, but then you are now the target of the, uh, of the political coup. It's Alfred Hitchcock. Well, exactly. The, uh, 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 mixed yeah. with uh, who's that great political thriller writer. Uh, you know, one of those, uh, I want to say, a John Tannum novel, but I just made up the name. But you know yeah. what I mean. Oh, those the kind Cla of, uh, not Clancy. Clancy, uh, or yeah. Yeah, I don't. I haven't read those books. But I, I don't either. But I just them. sort of know that they exist, and so yeah. I feel like I can re reference that. Well, I do love the fact of a guy out for a walk when anything could happen, and 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 also the way I save the guy is not through any strength, obviously, but I accidentally trip the guy or something on the yeah. way. Yeah, very accidental. Uh, and I'm or you crazy. make the guy laugh with your comic uh, abilities and, 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 and he just and that gives the security guys a chance to grab the gun from him. Anyway, you that begins a whole adventure where, of course, as we've said before, you wind up in London, but then you may wind up in central you know, in Namibia, you know. Well, that's the thing. You don't know. And, uh, and you don't yeah, know where you're going to go. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. But I liked it. And, I, and I'm glad I ran into them. They were just. But, but it didn't happen. What I'm saying is that yeah. it didn't. You, you, no. you're, you're glad you ran into them. It didn't happen. You're didn't not happen. I would call from from a jail cell in Namibia. I'm no, sorry. no, that no, that's inconvenient for a lot of reasons. And and uh, Wi-Fi. I would worry about the Wi-Fi. Well, I don't think How it's could even... we do this podcast if you're yeah. in a jail cell that that. We really dodged a bullet there. Scott. Oh, yeah, because Namibia itself, we don't want to be condescending. I'm sure the Wi-Fi is fine in the country, but the jails, they but probably the don't go cells. the extra mile. Like, what do they need Wi-Fi for? They're criminals. Right. That, so. You know, you're, you're a political prisoner. Why yeah. should you have uh, the ability to communicate with the outside yeah, world? So they wouldn't but, want that. So, no, that's, a, that's but, but always that's, in the back of my mind. Yeah, that's of course, so you want great. to be invited well, to fancy receptions. But if that's going to lead to not being able to do the podcast because there's no Wi-Fi in Namibia, that's when I when I say, Tommy, I keep walking. Yeah, that's when you keep walking. Yeah. Well, Scotty, now, I mean, every time you, you, you leave your apartment, aren't you a little bit, is there a little bit of gripping, like, are you uh, nervousness? Like, uh, 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 this seems like a balmy day. I'm setting out to, to do my morning constitutional. I might wind up in a jail cell in Namibia. That's well, I mean, you, uh, you, you have that worry now don't you? uh i try you know look it's is, is it always there sure but no i look at it like it's a nice way this is going to rain heavily later so i will get out and i'm not going to the thing is tommy and this is a tip for anybody uh during un week uh it sounds like a promotional un week but uh it really you don't seek it out because then they know that i just that's I didn't, right they didn't i wasn't on madison standing no. on a corner scoping out security guys no i was just strolling the way i usually do and and that's why they just accepted me so that's what that's what I'll do later. So when I go off my walk, uh, I'll happily run into these. And I don't know if it's Escalade or Escalade. It probably is Escalade. I know I said Escalade, uh, but they're giant vehicles. So, but you you did say at the end of your introduction today yeah. that you went off in search of more dignitaries. Well, I said it with a so whimsical. So could you? Uh, I mean, yeah. uh, uh, was did, did it become uh, almost like wow, like bird watching or something? You suddenly you 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 got bit by the bug. You know that. 
the dignitary. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I like to look for other finding. things on Madison too, just the sites of the city in general. But I guess it was more of a writing uh, a little uh, uh, conceit there that I could have just said, and I didn't, and I just walked home. And that I felt was too final. So you always yeah, want to leave the reader yeah, hoping for more. So right. I did, you know, you never know. Oh, walking so up you Madison. Took literary maybe. license. Yeah, maybe I would, I guess I could have said, and to possibly, but I did, it was a little wordy. So I just thought. But but it, it made us, I mean, it just seemed like such a, no, I, I see what you're doing. It, it was a great way to sort of finish up, uh, 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 the, you know, how, how it, the, the experience changed you. You now yeah. uh, seek out dignitaries. Instead well, I'm of, open to it, certainly. And, yeah. and also, I'm experienced now. So yeah. the next time I did, uh, they, they certainly just invite me to the reception because I'm an experienced person. Oh, that was the guy who was walking with the detail from that other country. Yeah, he's okay. Like the, yeah. the security people just wait. Oh, the word, well, in, that's why they're you know? on the ear things that they communicate with other security people going, the guy in the short. Oh, no, he's fine. He was with us for t 12 blocks. Okay, good. You know, it's funny, though, you mentioned uh, burly guys or burly guys in Chicago as well as New York. And that's certainly yeah. true. But it is true. Once if you're a burly guy, all you have to do is put an earpiece in and you're and, 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 and that makes you a cut above your average burly guy. You're now a, 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 guy, a burly guy with an earpiece, meaning, oh. you know, you are a security detail of the highest order. So yeah. I, I would recommend that as a fashion. Well, uh, well that uh, is for, for, for the burly man. Now, I would be concerned. You know, Tommy, we speak a lot in this program about things that uh, we could do that are still legal. I talk about I could be a salesperson or help someone out. Or right. I could not pretend to be the owner of a restaurant, but go up to someone and say, how's everything tasting and let them think I'm the owner of that. Yeah. Thing. This no. would be a, would would I be impersonating a security officer by, if I just happen to wear an earpiece? No, I, well, say, it, I like the look. It, exactly. And, and I, 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 earpieces are not uh, un, unknown now uh, to people listening to phones, but. But right. the special uh, security guard or earpiece is the thing you want. The one that's on your shoulder or on your. Well, yeah, that has that kind ear. of cord, like the old rotary. Yeah, like the cord, cord going back yeah. to a transmitter or some, some, yeah. some type of thing. Uh, a little twirly, you know, curly cord that goes down the back. Yeah. Uh, 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 I don't think there are any laws that prevent you from impersonating a a security person. It's usually a private security uh Detail, yeah, but and I'm not even impersonating. I'm just choosing system. to wear a suit and wear a thing of my ear. Uh, wear an earpiece, yeah. and it might not even be something that that actually, uh, you know, is plugged into, uh, you know, some sort of central no, well, control. No, no, that. You're listening yeah. to AM radio. Oh, and may, maybe that's what they were doing too. Yeah. So it's uh, no, actually, I, a marvelous story, Tommy. This is true. Mm -hmm. Many, many years ago. I, I it was when Tipper Gore, I guess when uh, it was during the campaign, the first time or one of those things. But I went to a like a women's breakfast somehow early on. And I don't yeah. know. And, and Tipper Gore walked out and I was literally one of the few guys there. And I was wearing a jacket and tie and she nodded and smiled at me. And I really it was the kind of look I don't know because I never had this before. I was hoping it was admiring like, oh, if only I wasn't married that. But I really think it was look. Thank you for your work as a security detail. Yeah, keeping you keeping her safe. Yes, because I thought, well, who, why else would I be standing? You know, so I felt for a moment at least I was a security detail. So uh, I don't know if yeah, one person could be a detail, but and they can't they can't take that gratitude away from you. They can't come up to you and say, uh, <coughs> you're not actually a security detail," and 
we, you know, they can't, it's too late. She already nodded at you and smiled. Yeah. She, what are they going to do? Right. And it's all about making her feel like I'm providing security. It's That's all, right. it's the feeling is more, it's just as big as the being, you know, actual security person. I was there and I was looking after her. And so uh, she smiled. So now, what, what is know. the penalty? I now now it is starting to seem more and more plausible, Scotty, that, well, of course, now the pro the thing about you is you, you're you not I wouldn't call you burly. No. And, and, and that's that's always going to be a problem as far as in person. And as we say, we're not technically impersonating a security person. We're just <laughs> being burly and we're having a, an earpiece. But. Yeah, I suppose there are non-burly security. Oh, well, that's a great point. And I'm sure our security guards listening say, hey, hey wait a minute, wait a minute. That's a stereotype. And, and you know, that's true because they have to be fleet of foot. Uh, yeah. and, and, you know, it's that was the old. Oh, yeah, the burly guy. But burly is fine. We're not putting that when a burly shaming. But no, no, uh, we I, are I, never burly shaming. No. And, and, and especially uh, in front you, of the burly person. You need the burly guys to intimidate the the the. Uh, you know, the jerks. Who well, the try, bouncer you know. still should be burly. Yeah. Uh, you know, bouncers, a thin bouncer could be great, could be very strong, but you want a burly bounce. It just sounds that's right. Good. I mean, that's a t that that is an area where where uh, uh, wiry guys are discriminated against is yeah. and, and women, by the way, bouncing. You know, you, you, you know, they really go for the for the burly and, and the wiry, uh, small, wiry bouncer has a lot to prove. He's got a. Uh, chip on his shoulder so he's probably going to throw out perfectly decent people just be, just to prove that he can so yeah. in a way it is you know it's troubling but I, I do see the point of hiring burly security guards now you if you have the earpiece you could be the the um uh the kind of the guy who can what is it like the 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 not the regional manager but you know the the, the person who's in charge of all the security like well hey, that's what on, i would mugs. hey right. keep your hands out of your pocket you mugs well, I will also I, I would I would want a desk job if I was assigned security. I'd like to be you know, coming up with flyers and new logos for the security and, you know, not to be the guy on the beat. Uh, that wouldn't really be uh, me. But also, Tommy, very often I could be undercover. Yes. Maybe that's what they thought, because yes. why would I be wearing a polo shirt and shorts on Madison, Tony Madison Avenue? I must be the guy when the potentate is in a resort area. They hired me to look just like everyone else. So right. they, they didn't know for sure that I wasn't maybe some other one security detail, uh, even though I didn't have the earpiece. So I think that was it. You know what it was, Tommy? It was mutual respect. Yeah, I, I, I think that I think so. And I something else occurred to me and because we're into sort of the uh, the uh, um, Albert Hitchcock uh, Grisham kind of realm, you know, uh, um there's always the possibility, Scotty, that you will resemble in appearance the muckety-muck who is being targeted by a coup, that you look like the president of some obscure country. Yeah. And, 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 and I mean, that's a possibility. And it raises an issue just as far as public safety. Should we, before we walk out in, in Manhattan, and I'm, I'm not talking about Libertyville, this is not a problem. UN no. ambassadors are just not a problem in Libertyville. But in where you live on the Upper East, Tony Upper East Side yeah. and walking down to 42nd Street, where a normal times, you went, all these normal times, yeah, should you check? Yeah. To see, is there a way that we can check that that we can look online and see? Is there any potentate in town that looks like you, that resembles you? Because you should stay. If that's the case, stay inside. Don't go out. Don't tempt fate. Because if you resemble in appearance 
a visiting muckety muck uh, uh, to the UN, you could wind up in, uh, uh, first of all, in London and, and being interrogated, but, you know, on the, on the lamb, as they say, shouldn't you, shouldn't there be a service or something where, where you could just easily, when you get up, you know, find out, do you look like anybody? Well, I, you know, but oh, I think of it the other side that if I did, I, I, I agree, I should find out if I do look like someone and then use it because oh, that way, that's they're not going to check, uh, who are you? Oh, yes, right. On. So think of all the parties that's, I can go to. Oh Probably my God, free, right. free dinners. I'm sure there's a lot that's of That's what would happen to yeah. if, if you had that kind of uh, internet service, you know, where you, yeah. you know, and also, I mean, it does... And also, it it's kind of a pain in the ass for every all of us to je- check every morning. You know, for if, if people who live in New York and 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 when I'm there, I certainly wouldn't want to look. Okay, who are the? Po- oh, I don't look like any of them. Okay, I guess I can go out. But in your case, you're right. Well, you and other people you, w- would probably want to take advantage of that. Well, yeah. Well, also, that. even in general, in New York. Uh, you know, on any given day, not just when the UN is in town, there are, you know, in normal times, there are these events and things. And the old expression, well, if you look like you belong. So if you dressed appropriately and you just stride in, they, they very rarely check ID. Like, is this embarrassing to go, can I help you? I'm the president of Colombia. I mean, they don't want to have that situation. No, I th- and, and can't they go in without IDs? I mean, don't oh. they have to, you know, they don't have to have driver's license. No, no they don't even have wallets probably can, you know so they don't have you, just, wallets. Well, you walk in and and by the way tommy it's funny you just did what we've done so, several times in the show yeah. you pitched an idea for something that was made into a movie but you may not know the movie so in my mind you just pitched an original idea uh it was called moon over parador it was it was um uh with richard dreyfus who that's actually right. did look like a potentate of a south american well, that's, country I, I had that in mind i mean yeah. it, this was a very familiar plot and, and that's why, it, 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 you know, I mean, there's a reason Moon Over Parador was made. Yeah. Because it's, it's a very plausible thing that could happen to you. You step out of New York and, and, and it turns out, especially in New York, I think, where you have the UN and you have this, you know, just the convergence of, dip- I mean, right outside where I live on 21st Street, uh, right around the corner is, is, the, is the Guatemalan consulate. Well, yes. So there's, I, I, yes, fascinating. People in line, w- waiting yep. in line. They always there people, Guatemalans, waiting in line for some reason to the Guatemalan consulate. That I, I could easily wind up. I don't know. I mean, who knows? I, I hopefully, I wind up in a, a, as a you know high-ranking uh, official in Guatemala, and I don't wind up causing an international well, incident. And but, you don't want to have an entry-level government job in Guatemala. If you're going right. to go to Guatemala, you want to be you know, not necessarily the president, but you know, something really up there. I mean, it's just it could happen so yeah. easily because, look, I write, I, I walk past it every day. Every day I go get coffee or get or get food, really, because it's literally on my block. It's so easy that I could wind up either uh, 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 a a definitely uh, uh, yeah I, I i wouldn't want an entry-level job but i could wind up in an entry-level job just well yeah and tommy this reminds me now what about that well there's story. a hitchcock uh, story that's yeah. never been told well we don't even need hitchcock here because i remember very distinctly you and i we had attended a karaoke uh party with our friend bill rakuski and others on 48th street i believe it was do what do at 48 on the east side and literally the libyan embassy is across the street or consulate or whatever it's called. And it's this huge building. And we actually, I, I say this now, I feel like I'm making it up, but we actually did it. We walked 
into the lobby. Oh my gosh. And I, I was right. just thinking, I was kind of curious. And the, I've never seen such a look of uh, the guy yeah. looking with such like, who are we? And it was right. not very wealthy. Like, hi, fellas. Oh, you like the architecture? No, it was really, and kind of felt like, eh, maybe we should just exit. But we actually did walk in. But, and- they, you know, in any wonder, could they say, oh, no, you can't exit. You are now in Libyan uh, 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 territory on yeah Lib- Libyan territory and then you're back you, and I've heard Libya is one of the most boring countries to be in that's what I've heard I've read <laughs> that it's truly boring or it, it, it used to be under Gaddafi mm. and, and and that I don't think I could take that I am glad and I, I'm glad that ended well that we did yeah we were that. able to just excuse ourselves oh we're gonna go back to yeah. karaoke now but well, I remember we did walk in there, but yeah. but I do live in consulate we're, land. The French consulate is yes. on Fifth Avenue. And, and it's so marvelous, Tommy, because, you know, it's like around 930 or eight something Fifth Avenue. But it's in French on the canapé. It's, a, you know, wheat, whatever. I, I did take French for many years. Now yeah. I can't think what 835 would be. But I, I love that feeling. And, and especially any time. The consulates are you know, it's interesting. Like what? It, like there are no consulates in Libertyville either here. It's a town no. funny thousand. So I, I'm, I'm puzzled. What is the difference between a I know consulate is a lower level than an embassy. Well, I think the embassies are more in D.C. I still get it confused. Then there's a mission and then there's a consulate. So I, I'm not really I think the embassies may be in D.C. That's the only thing I can think of. But there are consulates. And I honestly, I don't know the difference. But I'm, it must be so great, though, for these especially countries that are having issues. To get to live in New York, and that's what I was thinking. Yeah. And 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 uh, um, I, and when I pass the consulate at, at the Guatemala, I I you know, and I see these people lined up, and they're all just sort of huddled masses, and they probably need some sort of visa, kind of something, stamp or something like that. And there's and the people in, in and then and then they, and they don't work on Wednesday. Like there's not it's the shutdown on Wednesdays, just oh. four days a week. And I'm thinking, wow, that must be the cushiest job in Guatemala is to be a, in New York. Uh, a, a, and you just you work four days a week and you just stamp people's papers and you and, and, and you and you get to live in Flatiron. And you live probably in that gorgeous building. Well, and you know, no matter how rough the country is, like Nigeria had a whole huge building on Third Avenue and 44th when I lived there. And it's fascinating. This and. and Beautiful, especially up here, they're on these beautiful townhome buildings on the side streets between Madison and Fifth Avenue. So uh, I only wish that their countries themselves could be as prosperous well, exactly. as their embassies, their consulates are. Well, if they could just put some money into, I mean, we don't want their consulates to be thatched huts. No, but, no. Uh, uh, but, you know, put some of that money into building up, you know, the, uh, to eliminating some of the poverty. Oh, wow, okay. Scotty, I don't know. I, this this turned out to be one of probably one of our most uh, important podcasts. Well, today. I think so. And, and, and in terms of diplomacy and this, yeah. hopefully, you know, we put it up on the podcast platforms. We need to translate it into every language. Every single because language. This needs to be heard by people in that shuts around the world or wherever they live wherever wherever they listen to to podcasts and, yeah. and, and, and uh, uh, but i i have to say i i i don't know how this doesn't get us another uh peace prize the nobel peace because this is all about peace well it's this really is it's un yeah. it's it's avoiding you avoided a, a national incident uh, an international incident yeah, uh, just by by not becoming general uh, secretary of the UN. No, and I would have thrown it off. I mean, I look, it would have been on a prompter. I could have read it, but no, it worked out for the best. But to it tell w- me, you and Libertyville, 
uh, and, and me in New York City. So it's, uh, uh, you know, I'm happy to be my uh, file these dispatches and yeah. we'll see what today brings uh, with that, with the General Assembly still here and, and uh, that exciting. Uh, oh, hopefully yeah, you'll have more news. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, and, and, and more uh, uh, close encounters with dignitaries. Scotty, yes. what, what, a, what a great hobby seeking out dignitaries. I, I, bird watching is great. Train spotting is, I don't know. Uh, but but seeking out dignitaries, I think, is it, there's something very classy about that hobby. Well, it's I, very dignified. And that, perhaps that's probably that's it. That's the probably etymology it. of the word. Yeah. So, Tommy, uh, for now, from New York City, I remain sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman. I'm always going to be Tom Saunders. And we're getting through this.